0: Yeah, with the key. we talking about
1: boxing. Just absolutely boxing.
0: We're talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. Boxing.
1: But. Yeah, with the key.
0: Yeah, with the key. Yeah, with the key.
2: Alright y'all what's going on Welcome back to another Jab Podcast It's episode 129 I'm Combo Breaker 99 What's up everybody
1: It's your
0: boy Boxing P.
2: And we back with y'all With another one Um, We ain't in the studio Together this time This ain't got nothing to do With the quarantine thing We do this sometimes Cause life's still been Going out out my way What about your way P? Yeah I mean for sure man We
0: You know Been using common sense And you know Using our brains out here But
2: you know, life goes on. Yeah, definitely, man. But um, as far as like the sports world, you know, combat sports world, it's kind of been a it's kind of been a downtime for us. You know, we've been dealing with a lot like there's been deaths out there. And, you know, of course, now the shutdown of boxing indefinitely, we don't know how long that's going to be for uh mixed martial arts all these UFC cards they've been put in jeopardy now a lot of fighters they've been kind of without money you know because because you know their fights aren't taking place but before we kind of talk about that you know even like the closed venue thing about fighting without audiences you know we just would definitely want to you know give give our condolences to the Mayweather family definitely want to say rest in peace to Roger Mayweather lost a legend in the game man and um what was your first reaction when you saw that man like when you heard that news
0: man I just it just it was sad you know I mean we knew that the past few years Roger hadn't been in the best of health we had been seeing him a lot we heard Floyd you know speak on you know him needing around 24 hour nurse, and um, we just knew that he wasn't in the best of shape and to be honest it's kind of it was sad, but you know he's probably in a better place right now. You know, instead of just laying around, I don't know what type of state he was in at this point. But um, you know, now we can kind of appreciate the Black Mamba. You know that we kind of remember. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Because um, I'm kind of with you on that. I agree with you with that. Because it's like even you know, when you know my grandma passed. It was more of a. It was kind of more of a relief for knowing that she didn't have to suffer anymore, and kind of the same thing with Roger. It was like I wanted to remember Roger for what he did as a boxer and he did as a trainer. But throughout those past few years, he was just kind of in a bad state, you know. So I know that Floyd. He said it too. You know, no more suffering. You know, he's glad that he is in a better place. So as much as you know, know. so we
0: think about it. We all know. Yeah. Roger. Roger loved being in the ring and working with Floyd. So once we seen him not working with Floyd anymore, it was kind of, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. It's kind of different. It
0: wasn't even the same.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was like a matter of time. You're not even able to work in here with your, with your nephew, that, 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 that team right there is infamous. Mm -hmm.
0: So, um, we knew something, it was something serious at that point.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like throughout those last few fights, you know, his, his father was more in the corner. So you kind of knew something was different there. And, um, of course, you know, big Floyd is big Floyd, but Roger, a lot of people have to, you know, see a lot of people know Floyd just as Floyd now. They just see Floyd and think the shoulder roll and think everything that that came with Floyd just came out of nowhere. But Roger was a big part of him. You know, Roger, I was looking at Roger like before a fight on an HBO fight, you know, not too long ago, just a couple of days ago. And, you know, Roger was just saying, like, when he's in the ring. He's under my supervision, you know. I'm making sure he does everything right. I care about him, you know, I'm making sure he's doing everything that he needs to do for him, you know.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? It, 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 it was family, but it still was that chemistry too. You know what I'm saying? Between between them two. And you know, of course that was uncle and nephew, but it still was that it still was that chemistry. Yeah, you know, still was that right chemistry between the two or whatever. But real quick, why, so on the top of my mind, I just wanted to, you know, just say something about Roger that people they know it, but they probably never just really thought about it. Like when I think about Roger, in, in, in his good times when he was training Floyd, you know, Roger was one of the most. Charismatic trainers. When I think about him, I kind of think of a Freddie Roach and Emmanuel Stewart being in that in that in, in, in those realms in that company anyway. But you know his infamous line, "You don't know shit about boxing." That that did something because after he mm-hmm. after he came with that line, there, people wanted to get knowledgeable about boxing, and I know that because that made me want to know more about boxing and make sure I kind of knew what I was talking about, but...
2: And know what he knows.
0: That, yeah, yeah. And, but just that, with that single line, it turned into a meme, t-shirts, all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. but that line is kind of like his, his phrase that, you know, he coined that phrase, and that phrase will live on forever, you know what I'm saying, because of Roger Mayweather. But it just oh, was yeah. on the top of my head how he <laughs> impacted the game in that way, you know what I'm saying?
2: And, and you know, it wasn't just like a line coming from a casual fan or anybody of, you know, just just a troll or anything like that. It came from somebody who could stand on it, somebody who was a boxer Absolutely. that transitioned to a trainer that trained the TBE. So when you hear that from Roger Mayweather, you just know that Roger, he wasn't just a trainer in boxing. He was boxing. You know, everybody from Leila Lee to Floyd can say that he knew how to incorporate whatever it was from me to make me the best at what I do and that's why their relationship to me it was definitely like a perfect example of what you want to see out of a fighter and a trainer you know
0: yeah yeah definitely just that that
2: mutual respect you know mm-hmm. and I mean the 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 biggest thing out of
0: that I think the Floyd that and Floyd respect Roger so much because Roger was a fighter he had been in there he was a world champion mm-hmm you know what I'm saying. I'm not just telling you because I'm telling you because I was in there. You know what I'm saying. And I'm your uncle. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Right. And I'm your trainer, but it was it was deeper than just winning the fights for Roger. You know what I'm saying. I mean, he really wanted the best for his nephew and really seeing something special in his nephew. You know what I'm saying. Um, but he definitely he had already been missed because we had not been seeing him. The way we had seen him, you know, earlier, we were like in the middle of Floyd's career, so we had already been missing Roger, his one-liners, and his just his charisma, his charm. I mean, he he, he was a special guy, but you know, what I mean, think about it. I mean, you got Big Floyd, who's a a, a personality. I mean, all the, all those guys are personalities, but different personalities. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Roger? was a much more serious, no-nonsense type of guy. You know, Big Floyd, he doing the, the riddles. And Jeff, Jeff is like a a happy-go-lucky guy. You know, he's always kidding around. But all those guys had, you know, their different personalities. But all stood out on their own. But Roger definitely had something special. You know, you would think Floyd's father would have had it because that was his father, but it was Roger.
2: It was Roger, yeah. Yeah, because I remember um, a friend, casual fan, you know, was watching one of the fights with us, and he was like, is that, his, is that Floyd's dad? I was like, no, that's his uncle. And, you know, it was just all because of the way he was talking to Floyd. I think it was the Zab Judah fight. And it was just the way Roger was just no nonsense. He was just letting him know when things, were, when things were wrong or when things were good, he would let him know. And just the way he talked to him. That's why, you know, I told you the casual fan was just kind of like, is that is that his dad? I was like, no, that's his uncle training him, you know. So and, and, you could see like, right there.
0: And, and like you say that, in that Zab fight, it wasn't just some thug jumping in the ring. That was this that that was this man's uncle, right? You know what I'm saying? It, it went beyond a boxing match at that point. And that's why Roger was the first one in the ring. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, yeah. Letting,
0: let, letting loose or whatever. You know what I mean? Of course, Floyd did the right thing by going, you know, to the opposite corner or whatever and just staying there. But you know, people
2: gotta understand that that was this man's nephew and he's seen a lot of dirty stuff happen. It it was, it was was personal. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. And back to like the talk of Roger Mayweather too, it's like, like you said, he doesn't talk in those riddles. He's just straightforward. And it's just some of the things I've always heard him saying in the corner. Like when he's telling Floyd, he's just telling him, walk him down, box his ass. You know, he's just so straightforward and they already kind of got their terms, you know, the same things he say to Floyd might not work with another fighter. You know, they already that that's how Absolutely. that's how deep it Absolutely.
0: was. Absolutely, he not saying a whole lot to Floyd. Like mm-hmm. you said, he using a couple key phrases that Floyd know exactly what that mean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, it, it, it's definitely one of the best family and trainer and boxing. Boxer relationships we've seen, in
2: my opinion, and and boxing as of late. At. <laughs> yeah, I, I can agree with that. And um, just, just you know, before we jump off this topic, just also remember it's been often imitated but never duplicated. That that mitt work, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That
1: absolutely. mitt work. I was, talking,
2: <clears throat> I was just talking to a guy at work
0: about that earlier because. That's another thing that's kind of you got to give give Roger Mayweather credit for it. But the difference is, you know, he kind of patented that fancy mitt work, but the stuff Roger was doing was effective and meant something. You know, a lot of it now, you, know, I mean, you see guys that are doing all this crazy, fancy stuff or whatever. It's turned into that. But Roger kind of started that, eh? Yeah. Guys weren't doing all that fancy stuff until they see Roger doing Mm -hmm.
2: you know what I'm saying definitely and the thing I brought that up too because it's like I looked online and you know a lot of people paying homage to Roger and Floyd doing that and you know I can appreciate watching it because I know Roger did that and crafted that for his fighter his nephew specifically and that's what a trainer does but when I'm reading comments I'm seeing people say oh well I don't think that works. That ain't my style. Well, you ain't Floyd. Exactly. You know, and that's why Floyd is the best. That's why Floyd is doing something that's working for him. Like, only Roger and Floyd really, really know the true meaning behind what they do with it. You know, I, I can look from the outside and say it's building up the eye and hand coordination. And,
0: and, and think about you it. You know, we've seen guys do the fancy bit work and go get knocked out. Knocked out. Go get their tail work. It's not about the fancy bit work. That's just another skill he has <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Do we see him using that in the ring when he's doing combinations and letting off shots at different angles at guys I mean come on I mean it's it, it, the proof is in the pudding man it's not you can't say it's not for nothing when we see him go out there and execute some of this stuff we see him torn on the mix.
2: exactly and it all goes back to that phrase man you don't know shit about boxing
0: <laughs> pretty much that's why I mean
2: you know what I mean? that's That phrase
0: will
2: live on. Oh, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because of Roger Mayweather, man. Definitely, man. Definitely. and um, Yeah, so just want to say again, you know, I definitely want to send my condolences to Floyd and Mayweather family because, again, too, you know, this is tough for Floyd because he just lost the mother of his kids. And that's, um... That's a crushing thing, but, you know, it's, like, back-to-back, you know? Yeah. It's just been definitely back-to-back.
0: Been a, a tough two weeks for... for for Champ, man, over there, just a lot of close, close losses to him. So, yeah, like you say, man, uh, prayers out to Floyd Mayweather and his family, the kids, everybody, man. Because everybody, it's a tough time for them right now.
2: Yeah, man. So. Uh,
0: oh, and then on top of all that, like the coronavirus thing. You
2: know oh, man. So Yeah. I
0: mean, that's the thing. We, we can't forget we got everyday problems. And now we we, we dealing with uh, everybody problems. You
2: know what I'm saying? We got our personal problems, but then we dealing with a a mankind problem. You know what I'm saying? I know it's like, you know, life is already kind of like, you know, it's just like offbeat right now. Then when you got to deal with that, when you got to leave mourning and then jump to this, it's like, man, like, where can I go? You don't have a safe zone right now. Yeah,
1: you ain't had, a, you, you ain't quit your breath yet. You
0: know, but that, that's that's life. That's life for you, man. We we never know what tomorrow brings, man, and um, right now was a, a true testament to that. Man is not in control, <laughs> you know?
2: Never, they, no. They
0: think they are, but we're not.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm so saying.
0: We got something invisible shutting us down. We can't even see it, but it's shutting us down.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. You know like, I mean? you know, people say, you know, okay, I got all the money, I run the world. All it takes is one virus or epidemic, and you're nothing, <laughs> you know? That's all it takes.
1: Exactly
0: exactly you know we seeing the athletes and the celebrities you know testing positive and it's just like it's a humbling thing because it's like yo they got millions and all that but right now they being quarantined they being treated like the person without a dime
1: mm-hmm.
0: tested positive you know what i'm saying it's not like they you know getting special treatment so to speak you know it, it, it's interesting, um, it's an interesting thing, you know. But, you know, in the meantime it's a lot of people that ain't celebrities, God they can get
2: it and nobody know or even care, you know. Mhm. Yeah. And like you said, man, it's like right now y'all are locked in the house just like us, <laughs> you know. Well, for the I mean, most of part, of
0: course, it might be a, a way nicer house, but you're yeah, you still locked
2: in the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. You still gonna get that cabin fever, yeah. like a. Yeah, I about to
0: say cabin fever is the
1: same.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: Cabin fever hit the same. But yeah, man. But um, yeah, we bring that coronavirus up, man. Like like we said, it's it's got everything shut down from college basketball, NBA to golf. Now it's got our one love shut down, boxing. Um, some of the cards I just named that are canceled for sure. I know coming up with Sullivan Barrera and Kovalev is shut down. Uh, Canelo and Billy Joe, as soon as that sign, it's going to be shut down or, or postponed. Uh, Progress and Josh Taylor, not Josh Taylor, but Robert Hooker, that fight is shut down. Um, Maurice
1: Hooker.
2: Yeah, Maurice Hooker. Yeah, that fight is uh, postponed, but, you know, a few uh, last week. The Shakur Stevenson card it was going to be a go, but they 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 started to make it a closed venue, but they just shut it down altogether. Um, what did you think about that, man? Like one UFC card had gone through, and I watched it, and you could kind of see the difference there. You know, no audience there, and it just kind of seemed it seemed a little different in some ways. But the same, I could still focus on the fight, but not having an audience there kind of did something for me. And I had talked about this with some people, and you posted on uh, our page. Yeah. Like, what do you think about that? Like, do you think having no audience really affects the fighters, man? You think that's like a good thing to just follow, follow through if no audience comes?
0: Um, I mean, from a from a, from a fans' perspective, and even from a fighter's perspective, I think yeah, because you know we rather see something as opposed to nothing, and a fighter. You know, they don't sign contracts for the most part, eh? You know what I'm saying? They get paid when they fight. Yeah. So, you know, basketball players and football players, you know, they got money maybe they sitting on, you know, a fighter. If he didn't save his money <coughs> or, you know, invested wisely, he may be banking on another fight. That You know what I'm saying? So, in that aspect, I just feel like, something is better than nothing, you know, maybe with the crowd, you're not getting the concession money, you're not getting certain monies that you normally would get, and, you know, from a fighter standpoint, you know, the comments I was getting at, people were saying, yeah, you know, the con- the fighter can, you know, concentrate more and stuff like that, and then, you know, another like, combat sports, like, you know, some of the martial arts, it is quiet in there. I don't know how big
2: of a crowd, but it's a very quiet setting. You know what I'm saying when they when they're competing. So, right.
0: um, I just, it's just hard to say because I mean, if a guy's fighting in his hometown, I mean that hometown crowd could be what pulls you through. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to say, but overall, I would rather see something rather than nothing, man. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Cause um, but I will say, yeah, I know what you mean. Like some tournaments are more calm like if you look at those the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu tournaments they don't really need to get hype because they're more so on the ground and it it seems like they're more focused on they they have so much more to focus on the ground where you're not really paying attention to an audience you know those tournaments are so much smaller but MMA is real similar to boxing you know I think I, I feel like their crowd kind of fuels them the same way a boxer does you know you know, I, I I think boxers, they come out to perform in front of crowds, not just beat the other guy up, but they also come to entertain, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the, 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 I mean, that aspect of it, too, the entertainment aspect, even though you hear a lot of fighters say, when I come out, I block out the crowd. I
1: don't even hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's different if you come out and don't
2: even
0: have to block them out, eh? You know
2: what I'm saying? Right. You might not know what to do with that extra energy you got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it probably feels like a little
0: sparring session or something, you know? I mean, and even like the commentating, just to the hear them commentating in silence is, was, was a different, you know, different, even a little different vibe to me. Eh? You know, it's normally some type of, you know, crowd in the background or whatever, but, you know, it was just just the commentators um, doing their thing or whatever. So, I mean, me being a fight fan, man, I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I don't want people spreading this 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 disease. I mean, if we have to do what we're doing and shut everything down for X amount of time, I'm with that too, you know, because I'd rather be safe and be able to go back to it and enjoy it how we used to as opposed to should just being
1: indefinite. You yeah, know what
2: I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's better to take the proper precautions now and not have hundreds and thousands of people in a place where no it's the best way to do it is to send people home cuz not everybody is going to follow with the hand washing rule. Let's be honest, or covering your mouth. So the, they know that, so the best thing they say is hey, we we just got to make sure everybody stays home until we get this under under control because as much as you want to say. Oh, I'm not the type not to wash my hands. There's always like five, ten people that don't. So they're gonna spread something. So those are the people you gotta kinda of blame when it comes down to it. You know, I know Dana White, he really wants these closed venues because he's really sweating right now. You had You got three cards coming up that are canceled, and he's looking like he's gotta cancel the UFC 249. But hey, man, that, that's just kind of that this is kind of the road we have to kind of go with right now. I mean, even if it's a closed venue, it's still going to have more than 10 people there, you know? Right.
0: I was going to tell you, elaborate on that a little bit and why the closed venue thing is even like an
2: issue. Oh, okay. With the, uh, well, the CDC, you know, like they they had already said to the New York St- state athletic commission that all events can have all events are shut down and have more than 10 people. And now they're shutting down the UFCs because even though you don't have an audience, you're going to have more than 10 people there. You know, first you got to count two fighters, a referee, the fight doctors, the sound men, cameramen, commentators,
1: cameraman is, you know,
2: ring car girls. They still have ring car girls there. So, you know, you got them and then you got the judges. So you still got over a little like 30 people, 25, 30 people in there. So.
0: But but you
1: know people still like oh
2: well it's an arena that's a big space that's how that's how like serious <coughs> you know the situation is yeah and I was gonna say too like um, even in those small numbers those thirty people five of them people might have it because they didn't know not even they have it you right. know because. Right. If you look at these other celebrities, Idris Elba, he said he tested positive. He was like, yo, I feel fine. I didn't even know I had it. You know? I mean,
0: most of the people that are testing positive are feeling fine. That's the crazy thing about it. People that are feeling sick or wind up having something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're being nervous, panicking.
1: Right. But most
0: of the people that are testing positive feel okay. You know what I mean? So, um, And that's like just the part of being smart about it. Eh? You know what I mean? you can't see it sometimes you know you can be asymptomatic you know not showing any signs but you can have it and be infecting somebody who can't afford to catch it with a compromised immune system you know older people so that's like the thing not spreading this crap mm-hmm. you know what
2: I'm saying yeah cause so. you could be one of those five people in this closed venue then you go home and spread it to an older person and they die you know so right
0: Right,
2: right, right. you know
1: what I'm saying? A
0: cancer patient, you know, Mm -hmm.
1: anybody, you know, so it's
2: just a lot, man. Yeah, Yeah, because for me, in the beginning, I was kind of on the fence about it. Like, last week when they did the card as a closed venue, I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, maybe that'll be fine. But even with more than 10 people, like I said, that still puts people at risk. So, you know, Dana probably just going to have to bite down and say... I gotta cancel this card you know like his last statement was the fight's gonna happen but it's not happening in New York but I'm gonna find somewhere to put this fight on it might not be in the states but taking it out of state might be even worse you know even worse
0: even worse in my opinion and see don't let your your arrogance get in the way of being using common sense you know what I mean Dana you know he kinda he got this thing that I'm the boss. I'm gonna do it. I don't care what everybody's And you know, this might not be the time to really have that, had that attitude. And as much as I want to see the fight and everybody else, we need to be safe. Right. What's the point if we see the fight and get sick and die? I'm not. I don't want to see the fight that bad. <laughs> you feel
2: me? Mm-hmm. Because hey, it's, surprisingly guys like Bob Arum, Eddie Hearn. They ain't been fighting it. They ain't been trying to put shows. They just been like canceling. You look, Bob, old ass, no, he, he, he <laughs> he's in he's in, he's in way. Yeah, he's
0: in jeopardy.
1: <laughs>
2: um, yeah. so, nah, I ain't taking no chances, man. Hell yeah, that's why I said like, man. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, yo, Dana's doing a good thing. He wants to get these fighters paid, but then I saw Scott Coker for uh, Bellator. He canceled his, and he was like, yo, I care about these fighters' well-being, but you know that yeah, now-
0: because, because that's my thing. You know, Dana more of. Uh, this is for me,
2: <laughs> yeah. You know what
0: I'm saying, I don't right. get too much of that vibe. No, I just want to make sure you guys. I mean, sure, at the day you could do some contention pay. Look, you ain't gonna get card money, but this is something for just you know while we get through this. Yeah. Nah, that that ain't gonna happen. But I'm just
1: saying. <laughs> <You know what laughs> right,
2: and they should, man. Like, just pay them like the fight took place. You know what I mean? Like, you know, what I'm just, you know these fighters still gotta eat, man. And like, like you said, they don't. They, they don't have a contract. and the in the thing that sucks about their contract is they have a contract that's just it's it's they're obligated to just fight for one organization. Like they can't fight outside of it. Like right, right. But that don't right. guarantee right. them like right. a big sign on bonus like an NFL player. You know, they still get yeah, paid exactly. on a fight to fight basis. So
0: exactly. they still yeah, fight to fight basis. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And then you know that's subject to change. If you win or you lose, you lose too much, you get cut, it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with, with their stuff, man, that, um, you know, kind of put them in a different category when it comes to, you know, the sports thing kind of being <clears throat> shut down, you know, and then, like, <clears throat> people gotta realize, too, most golf players playing golf on a professional level, they making decent money. Right. You know, most, most any other sport ain't, you know, somebody out there, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think most any other sport, they're making decent money on any level. The fighter is the only one that's not really making money on a decent level until he becomes a star. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: People don't really realize where some of these guys are getting. You know, they just so up with the Floyd Mayweather and the Conor McGregor. And they're, they're, that's like the Michael Jordan and, you know, LeBron of the basketball. That ain't the whole... NBA, you know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody else like, is know, still kind of on a working class level. Yeah,
0: you know what I'm saying. You know, so um, like I say, man, I mean, all I can think to, to say or do, man, is just take one day at a time, and you know, I mean, we both work in the medical field. We still, you know, required to kind of be at work and be um, in harm's way and deal with this stuff for right now. So, um, you know, we just take them one day at a time. But, you know, I do want to say working in the, in the medical field, man, it's, um, I'm saying it from a never standpoint of how serious it is. I mean, we running low on supplies man, and PPE, mm-hmm. you know, protective, you know, things to protect yourself, masks, gloves. We running low on stuff like that, and people got to realize this stuff is in high demand across the world. The world is being affected by this. It's not just America, so it's not like, you know, everybody's out after gloves and, and disinfecting wipes and just different things that are, are scarce right now because they just probably can't make them quick enough. Yeah, you know, people are hogging them somewhere. Who knows all the conspiracy theories out there, but I'm just saying just working in the medical field and working at materials, you know, I see the shortage and the deficit, and I see the extremes we got to go to to keep this stuff around. I mean, we really have to lock up mass like it's money. They've been quarantined and locked up and allocated on a pretty much individual basis. you know, we hand out one at a time. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is right now.
2: Yeah, and that's a, so, yeah, like that just shows you like how serious it is, like right now. You know, what used to be just considered just uh, a, a privilege to have, it's like actual gold now, you know, like.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and which, which which used to be considered as waste. Right. There. I mean, from my standpoint, it's a good thing because people need to realize it's not being so wasteful. So it's a lot of waste <coughs> being done before this happened, you know what I mean? We said it, we said it, nobody cares, but now this stuff is... You know, being scarce
2: and people being forced to look at it, hopefully in a different way. Stop being so wasteful, because you don't know when this stuff is not going to be around. Yeah, yeah, and we, and that's why I, the more and more I look at it in the the big picture, like that, like with the way we work, and I feel like when he, somebody's diagnosed, the whole department shuts down. It's best that all sporting events take this effect. You know, that's why I say, even Dana White, you might as well follow through with like boxing. A hey, when they. Say, no more than 10 people at this events need to be shut down. Just shut it down, man. Just shut it down. Because, like, he's, you know, he's trying to just get more money in the long run. But he's good for right now, you know? Definitely. Definitely. Because definitely.
1: you got to think, Ant, like, in the medical field, we
0: got to go to work. We're not necessarily making good
2: money. We just kinda like the first line of defense for what's yeah. going on right
0: now, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: we're just like his the fighters under his organization. We were working on a fight to check to check base like they work yeah. on a fight to fight basis. Exactly. And what good are we if we get exposed to, you know, contaminated you know, somebody that's contaminated, you know? So the more and more I say I look at it, I just say, yo, as much as I love combat sports and boxing and MMA we just gonna have to bite. We just have to bite down this one. And say you know, no fights in April, or possibly May. You know, so I'll be good with that as long as nobody's getting sick. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the bottom line. I mean, like I say, man, I want to enjoy boxing healthy again.
2: And I don't want to enjoy it with the coronavirus, <laughs> right? And, you know, or so. the they Even have, or like, who wanted to go out to a fight anyway? Like, if they let the crowds go out, having to wear masks and gloves, or you know, having to decontaminate a person. You know, what if we came to that? You know, I wouldn't want to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. You know, um, I mean, and like you say, man, um, sports are, are one of one, one of the few things that, you know, all races enjoy. And we're being deprived right now. And we have to find other ways to entertain ourselves. And it's going to be interesting, man. Yeah. You know, what I mean,
2: it's going—it's
0: going to be interesting because I—I um, I don't think it's ever been a time where we didn't have any
2: sports, you know, since they've been on TV and you know broadcast the way they had. Right. With that being said, though, since you brought that up, no sports, you know, no way to be entertained. Like for the boxing fans out there, like what? Let me see. I got word. Like, since we don't have any new fights to watch, what? What's some boxing related stuff you would recommend boxing fans to be doing right now man I mean or watch I
0: kind of threw a kind of question out there on the ground to see where people heads were at and um you know I got some feedback and me for for me personally Mm -hmm. being a boxing fan pretty much my whole life you know, people saying, go watch documentaries, go back, watch everything they said. I, I've already seen, not to say it like that, but pretty much I've already seen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I've already pretty much exhausted all those options. You know what I'm saying? I mean, unless it's something specifically I'm looking for, you know. And I, that's why I said, die hard boxing fans. Because most mm-hmm. die boxing fans, we already did the
2: YouTube thing. We already did the die oh, yeah. We watched the boxing
1: movies. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We, that's what we do. Mm hmm
0: me. without anything new we kind of in a weird space I kind of meant what else can we do besides watch boxing you know what else will kind of satisfy that void of combat sports for us you know what I mean that's kind of the way I, I was posing the question but you know, I mean, it's cool to go on YouTube and check out some old fights. Mm-hmm. Some ones you may, may not have seen, but like I was just saying, for me personally, you know what I'm saying, I watch YouTube, fights on YouTube almost every day.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Almost every day, so, you know, it's not like this old stuff that I, I, I really, you know, or any off the top of my head anyway. I could think of. I kind of was thinking that, you know, something naked, you know, kind of, replace replace that for for the time being maybe maybe not and I don't know that's why I threw the question out there like for me personally I mean besides boxing I like forensic stuff and horror mm-hmm. you know scary movies and different things there's other interests I have you
1: know that mm-hmm.
0: you know I can entertain but nothing like boxing no way
2: <laughs> oh know? yeah nothing yeah. like boxing yeah well you know for me boxing and horror they kind of fall in the same category you know I'm if I'm not watching box, I'm gonna be watching a horror movie. So <laughs> that's for me. But yeah. if I recommend a horror movie right now, y'all need to watch Twenty Eight Days Later or Quarantine. Uh
0: huh. <laughs> I know. what is it? Contagion. That' been
2: hot. It contagion. Like, yeah. It's, yeah.
0: Everybody been talking about that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Um, you know, some some movies kind of pertaining to kind of something we 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 going through right now. And then you know, times like this, it's always. Fun to laugh, so any good comedy, anything
1: funny that you guys you know might know
2: of or may want to rewatch, it could be a good time, you know. <laughs> well, not not you mentioned that about comedy. I've been reading um, uh, what's his name? I got his book right now. I'm reading it now. Tommy Davidson. Okay. I'm, I'm reading Tommy Davidson's book. It's called um, Living in Color. His it just sold me, you know, whenever he was, like, promoting it and I bought it. And it's a good book, man. Like, he's talking about everything, you know, from his life growing up to living color to now and how he was raised. And I don't want to give away how he was raised and everything, you know, if people need to read the book. But um, I can tell you about it off the mic later. But um, did you know he was a boxer?
0: I remember he he, he had some some experience with it but I wasn't it was it golden gloves
2: or stuff? yeah yeah he won like some he won plenty of golden gloves Uh he went to like nationals and um yeah. he said the one fighter he lost to you know for hardcore fans if y'all remember his name was uh Vince Vince Petaway okay yeah cause he was from Vince was from um Island, yeah and, mm-hmm. and to narrow it down Vince Petaway is with he's got that highlight knockout against Simon Brown Simon yeah. Brown, remember the guy he knocked out when everybody seen with the... Still punching. Yeah, still mm-hmm. punching. Yeah, that's the guy that had beat Tommy Davis in the amateurs, and, like, Tommy said he came across him and he got famous, and, you know, they had spoke again, and he said, like, Tommy didn't remember him, but when he brought the name up, he was like, oh, yeah, I remember you, and, like, he just realized that you know, Vince was still a fan of him, so... Yeah,
1: that's cool, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and... So if you think
0: about it, even, you know, Tommy... Davison back on like a little color. Whenever he came out of his clothes, he
2: was, he kind of ripped up. He was ripped up it was for like 100,
0: yeah it was like a hundred pounds,
1: but it was always kind of cut up.
2: It was you know cut, yeah. He was always cut. I noticed that too. <laughs> yeah, like the dude. People say the dude was skinny, but it was like rip. You know, it was like don't mess with me, skinny. You know. Yeah, Tommy
0: was always was in, was, in, was in shape or whatever, but um, but yeah, man, that's that, that's a good, that, that's good stuff, man. It's just funny how stuff just all ties in. Some type of you way, know, same
2: thing with Martin to come uh, and the
0: comedian,
2: the boxing thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. That's why I say to you, a lot of people, you know, don't mess with some of these comedians. And you never know their background or singers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. um, you know who else? Like uh, James Brown. <laughs> you know, people know James Brown was a boxer, so I mean, you could tell from the dance moves, the footwork. So, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, as I say, there's just a lot of stuff like like you were saying, hardcore fans, we already did. Like, you know, as soon as YouTube came around, we was looking for fights, you know? Pretty much. As soon as YouTube was invented, we was like, let's see if we can find this fight up here and this and that. So we've been doing that, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, for casual fans, if y'all locked in the house all day and you want to judge boxers, why don't y'all try learning how to throw a jab, you know? <laughs> you know, try to throw a jab for three rounds and see if you still feel the same way about boxers, you know?
1: That's true.
0: That's true. Yeah, we might be in an hour
1: for two weeks
2: straight. hmm So, you know. Learn how to shadow box or something, you know. Do something like boxing related just to see if you can really learn how to appreciate the sport, you know. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. But, um, yeah, bro. Like I said, we ain't have too much to, you know, go back on as far as what's going on today. Like I said, you know, hopefully this thing pass over everything goes good you know everything turns out okay you know people just need to kind of follow you know follow suit stay indoors unless you gotta work and you know just follow that one rule wash your hands and cover your mouth man that's all we asking and stop buying all the toilet paper too man damn before we go what's your final thoughts P? um like pretty much like you said
0: man just right now You know, we die hard boxing fans, but that is kind of like a secondary thing right now. We got to get back in the healthy status, you know, the country, the world, and we got to do whatever we need to do to get there because, you know, the two, um, you know, demographics that are in harm's way, you know, the young and the old. And if you think about it, they like the two purse things, we got on, 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 on still left on the planet, so we can't really put them at risk. And you know, we got to just do what we got to do, man. And um, don't panic. Don't be greedy. Don't go out buying up all the stuff. I mean, think about other people. Yeah. Some people buying up more stuff than they will ever use, and there's some people that can't get none. I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
0: hopefully this thing make, makes people see that we we need each other more than we, we may think. Because this ain't a black, white, or black thing or white thing it's a people thing yeah everybody ain't got nothing to do with money class expecting everybody so um just my final thoughts man everybody just be smart and y'all stay healthy out there and that's you know do we got to do to get back to our normal lives
2: yeah man i agree man definitely bro and uh where can we follow you at p
0: man y'all can follow me um Dot Barnhill on Instagram, and y'all can follow me at um, Loud Pack Boxing on Instagram. And, and like I said, you know, we both, both work in the medical field, so, you know, on top of being diehard boxing fans, you know, so we're seeing it from a different standpoint. And, you know, yeah. we've been doing this for a few years, man. We got people who, you know, definitely been following us and supporting us. So, you know, when we say this, we really mean it. You know this stuff is getting serious out here so everybody just be smart use common sense that's all i'm not saying panic and get on super high loop just you know use some common sense out
2: here yeah man definitely and um you can follow me on instagram at all box and everything and also at combo breaker 99 mm-hmm. and you can follow us both on facebook instagram and twitter at the jab effect and subscribe to the show on itunes stitcher spotify google play and soundcloud and yeah man um hopefully everything you know just starts to lighten up a little bit and once again rest in peace to the original black mamba but, the show. but the yeah but we roll out i'm combo breaker 99 it's your boy, Box and, P. and we out y'all later, later.